Hello, and welcome back to XP Waste, where, rumor has it, recording from your kitchen is gonna be the new meta. Hi, I'm Oxy. And I am Michael. I am, and I cannot stress this enough, so uncomfortable in this chair. My ass and back hurt so bad. It's my own fault for sitting here for way too long. However, <laughs> I am, yeah. How are you, Michael? I'm doing well. You? I'm doing well. I was gonna say you have to, Good. you have to, you have to heed those messages from Jagex when they're like, "Hey, you've been at your computer for too long. You should consider taking a break." Every time I get those messages, the first thing that pops into my head is, "Why don't you mind your own damn business, Jagex?" <laughs> like. <laughs> They they know I'm they know I'm talking shit too because I just got a hundred silver ore drop from Abyssal Demon so like they can sense it they yeah. can they're like oh he hasn't taken a break hmm, time to make him suffer first thing I think of when I get that little pink text that says hey you need to take a break is like no I need to go two more hours so I can get logged out <laughs> but that generally doesn't happen so I'm already this close to a nerd log I mean I might as well yeah <laughs> yeah 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 exactly no I'm doing well man. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to a baby arriving, so that's nice. exciting. Sometime within the next couple weeks, so we'll figure that out. Oh my god, you have a funny feeling like you're a father. Can oh you imagine? <laughs> that's adorable. I have a funny feeling like I'm being followed, and it's not like a RuneScape pet, it's a baby! <laughs> I'm gonna have a little best uh, friend to follow me around forever. Nice. Yeah, my little my little runecrafting bot is going to be born soon, exactly. so I'm excited. Exactly. No, not runecrafting. Essence running bot. Come on. Oh yeah, they got to run me. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta hone true. the child's skills here. You can't just. You know. That's true. <laughs> hey, I heard somebody moved today or this weekend. I I did. I moved this weekend. Uh, I just hit the rare drop table again on these abyssal demons. Um, I did. I moved to a new apartment in the same complex mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i'll show you guys where i'm at because i'm i'm literally in the kitchen yeah <laughs> um but you're not going to have a frame of reference for what my old apartment looked like it's almost identical but the appliances are nicer and there's a hole in the wall over there oh okay but it's meant to be there okay okay good so like this here this we go this is what we're rocking hey uh this is how the setup looks so we've got we've got abyssal demons We've got Michael, we've got the recording software, we've got all this stuff. Ooh, Ancient Shard. That's the living room. Love it. We're still unpacking a little bit. Yes. That's the, oh, that's the blinding ring light. I am sorry. <laughs> uh, and then that's the kitchen with the little hole in the wall. Hey, look over at that. There. Do I, even, I don't think I have anything I can throw through it to like show you guys that it's oh, a I hole. Oh, can, you can definitely but, tell. Yeah, what's up? It's, it's me, your boy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, tell us why you're not in your bedroom right now. I am not in my bedroom because I don't have a desk. I, I have a desk, but I don't like it, and I wanted to get a new one because it's like a strong desk, but the screws were never even on the legs, so they wouldn't go in all the way. Mm. Um, and I am not a big fan of keeping about $3,500 worth of technology on a desk that could snap if I sit on it wrong. Yeah. Not that I ever sit on my desks, but like, still gonna happen. You know, the, you yeah. die at top, you give it the old <laughs> that whole thing just collapses. I don't love that. So I order a new desk. It should be here by Wednesday. I'm going to find a new chair tomorrow. Uh, and I'm also probably going to get a mic arm. So 
you guys will see the mic, but it won't be like here anymore. It won't be like stacked up yeah. on my DSM five anymore to like <laughs> be able to hear me clearly. That'll be a nice upgrade for the stream setup. Uh, so I'm excited, and we're we're making moves. But right now we've like grinded to a halt and backed up a little bit. Yeah. So this week's going to be a little. Janky. I've been good. Yeah. It's going to be a little janky. Yeah. But the move has been really good. We got everything in and out. We are out of the old apartment into the new one fully entirely. Um, B has adjusted just fine to the new place. Do you think uh, she notices that it's a different place? Because it's the same layout. She she does. She walked out like on the first day she was here. Because um, the day of the move, I brought her over to my friend's house. Rookie mistake. B was so mad. She was she was a salty lady that day. But we brought her over here, and the first day she was out. She was like wandering around, like all like walking low to the ground, like what is happening? <laughs> but she recognized all the furniture and yeah. like all of her toys are here, like her cat trees over there in the corner. She recognizes the stuff, but the environment smells different, carpet is different, oh. kitchen looks different. So it's kind of like when Captain America wakes up mm-hmm. at the end of the first Captain America, and they're like, "Oh my god, oh you just woke up from your little fall. Are you okay?" And he hears the baseball game, and he's like. I was at this game. What is this? And he like breaks out into modern New York. That's kind of what I imagine happened to be when she came here. <laughs> so she's closed her eyes and then she's in a place, but it's the same, but it's not. Yeah, poor B. She'll she'll be fine though. She'll be fine. I lock I in a dramatic twist of fate, I locked her inside my room this time, which is right over there. So B is right behind that door. B, if you're listening, because... we love you. Well, she was on top of my desktop earlier, like standing on top of it. There's like litter stains on top oh of my the gosh. Grate here. She's disgusting. Gosh. If we had a mascot for this podcast, it wouldn't be B. Hold on now. It might be. <laughs> Can you imagine B in like a Nezzy helm with Aww. dragon claws, like jumping at somebody? Because so like that's the type of shit that she would do. If we had fan art. That would be something I would love to see. So if you're out there, I actually, and you do, fan I art, tried to get that commission as a Twitch emote oh. for a little while, but uh, but the artist just never got back to me. Like we talked for a few months, not like a few months, like a few weeks, about like what the commission was going to look like, when availability was going to be, what pricing was going to be, mm-hmm. and then it just nothing. Oh, just heard nothing ever again i was like ready and prepared i was gonna get my bmotes for twitch yeah it just never happened so oh. i have to commission an artist i like i gotta find a style i like on like fiverr or something right like that. uh are you are you planning any changes for the back of your back of your wall what's going to be in the background or is it all going to be the same yeah so the the background is going to be i've decided to put my xbox back there now Ooh. so if i want to like play xbox all i gotta do is like turn around do a cheeky little 180 and i'll be I'll be gaming in that direction. But, like, I'll probably try to put, like, the sword and the F and things like that up. You know, things that are fun. I feel like I'm being interviewed because I keep looking at my camera in, like, the corner of my screen. I look like when you're watching, um, like, a news show and they bring an (laughs) expert on to, like, radio in. And I have this kind of, like, up angle here, like... Hi, so when when talking about the climate in Athens, we have to consider like I I don't look how I normally do and it's really throwing me off. <laughs> Just cover yourself up like I, I cover myself up. I have a hair cam and that sounds weird, but I'm self conscious about how my hair looks. So what the view that I can see is my face is covered and I just can see the top of my head right here. 
it literally takes us like 10 minutes extra because I'm trying to fix my hair. Mm -hmm. And Oxy's just like, We need a stylist on the show, dude. <laughs> sure, my wife could probably ever, do I don't ever do. <laughs> I go in the bathroom, I use my little comb, I go, <laughs> Good. And then, and then I come go... back out here and I record. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I play with my hair a lot, I run my fingers through my hair all the time. Like, if I'm. It especially happens when I used to, like, be in class. I would just be, like, bored and, like, not know what to do with my hands. So mm -hmm. I would come to class with, like, brushed hair, looking nice, and I would leave my, like, three-hour grad school lectures with just, like, Because <laughs> my hair is very thick, and if I don't, like, rein it in, it kind of grows in almost, like, a half afro? Half-fro? Yeah. Whatever? Yeah. Uh, it's it's It grows up. It doesn't grow down. It grows up. Oh, wow. It's... It's weird. So me with long hair is a bit of a a bit of a mess if I don't um, keep in check. But mine grows long and down, so mm -hmm. I had to put some like uh, some paste in it to keep it from falling in my face. Never liked putting stuff in my hair. Never ever for any reason ever have I liked putting stuff in my hair. I don't know. Man, we are on a tangent today. It's been ten minutes and not one yeah, ounce I was of RuneScape. <laughs> What? We're sorry. What, what is what is RuneScape? I don't what even know. What is RuneScape? Uh, what are we talking about today? It's kind of going to be a little weird. This is like the XP Waste RuneScape podcast, but not much is happening, I would say, in the world of RuneScape. So, like, there's a couple of updates we're going to go over, but um, what we're really excited about is E3. That's happening this week. If you're listening to this podcast, like, when it first comes out, uh, E3 is happening this week. Um, E3 ended yesterday. You're listening to it oh, this podcast sorry. comes out. E3 ended. E3 ended yesterday. So we are recording on a Monday night this week, which is a day later than normal, um, which sucks because now we're kind of rushed to edit it. But it's good because nothing's happened. Like Michael <laughs> yeah. said, they they made some changes to the bow of Fergenflugel and then immediately reverted them back because the changes sucked. Yep. Um, a, a new quest comes out this week, which is going to be exciting. Big I excite, love quests. Big excite. But we don't know nearly enough about the Karend lore to, like, make a whole episode out of it. Yeah. So, like, Kingdom Divided coming, Man, coming this week. To be able to talk about that, I would have had to probably actually go through and read the dialogue for each of the little mini quests that they have for all the houses and then come and talk about it. But I didn't do that. Maybe you'd have to read all the dialogue for the quests, and then you'd have to go read all the Karend Chronicles, and then you'd have to go read the post bag from the Swamp that came out that had a bunch of, like, other stuff. Mm -hmm. Then you'd probably have to go on the wiki to answer other questions that you don't you don't have answered, like, how do, like, Konar and the Teskal relate to any of the normal houses in Zaya? Mm -hmm. Who knows? So... <laughs> I, I would do it. We can't we make will. an episode out of that. We, we could can't do it, do it this week. Not this <laughs> we week. We could, but we're not going to this week. <laughs> not this week. So we need to figure out how to say that that bow's name, the bow of F, F as we've been calling it. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's Fyrdinen. Fyrdinen. I, I really think it's it's Fyrdinen or Fyrdinhine or something. I don't know. Fyrdin. I know the F-A-E makes the, the A... Because it's yeah. Saldor is S A E L, so we'll figure it out. I just need somebody yeah, at Jagex to say it. <laughs> well, yeah, for have the they love not of God, <laughs> just... can we get a modcast where they just say the name of the bow? 
Oh my god. I'm going to tweet Mod Ash for the phonetic spelling, for the phonetic that's pronunciation. All I, that's all I want. Make any changes you feel necessary. <laughs> Tell me how to say the name of the weapon. <laughs> Speaking of Modcast, though, yeah. they talked last week in their leadership stream, which I was a little disappointed at because a lot of the leadership stream last week was like, here's a roadmap, and we're just going to vaguely answer every question from here. Mm-hmm. It was either, we don't have a comment. We don't have a date. We don't have a solution yet. Yeah. More of like the please wait and we'll give you a better answer soon. Yeah. Which is fine. That happens. I think either this week or next week, a modcast is going to be dedicated to like what is happening in the future, which we have said for at least two or three episodes now. But I, I think this one's for real. This might be the wilderness information we're getting at least hearing about it a little bit. Each week, we're kind of like, okay, what's on the modcast today? Well, I don't know, because not much is happening in the world of RuneScape until yeah. like later this month, maybe in July. So yeah. we're kind of just stuck playing Minecraft, which we'll probably get into <laughs> later. <laughs> not, not even stuck playing updateless RuneScape. Just like, oh, no word. We'll just go play something else. <laughs> It's kind of where I'm at right now because uh, I've been getting a lot of good AFK time, but then by the time I like actually want to sit down and play, I don't want to sit down and play. So I've been playing Minecraft, which has been a lot of fun. I uh, haven't played anything all weekend. And oh, right. Everyone has been in Discord all weekend because it's a weekend. We've got like a bingo event going on. So like, I've been like peeking in and being like, I just want to play video games with my friends. <laughs> I have to move so much furniture. Like that's been that's been my week. But I'm excited. When I get the new desk, we're gonna be at the new setup, good to go. I like I haven't touched other games and I feel bad about it now because I want to. Mm-hmm. Like Genesis Part Two for Art came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I haven't even watched a video on it. <laughs> and I love love arc youtube and i haven't gotten a chance to watch any of it it's kind of sucked but it's just been a matter of like what i've been available to do Mm -hmm. i need you to teach me how to play that game because i bought it a long time ago and uh no idea and maybe just send me some like recommendations for good like you said arc youtube just so i can Mm -hmm. get the gameplay down because it looks like a really fun game uh one of my friends was playing it and i messaged him about it this was a long time ago i'm like hey i see you've been playing arc he's like yeah i'm like is it good he's like it's like minecraft but not i was like okay cool i think i would like it so i bought it but i just i have it downloaded and everything but i just haven't had the real ambition to try and just learn it from scratch as as much fun as it would be to like watch you go into arc thinking that it's gonna be whatever arc players have this great unspoken universal lie that when we're trying to get new people to play we go oh it's like minecraft but with dinosaurs it's not (laughs) y'all got like phantoms and zombies we have like every single species of the like kt like kt extinction trying to kill you at the same time it's horrible it's like if the whole game was like wave 66 of the inferno okay the whole game was just that it's okay, so hard. question but for you. But it's fun. Yeah. Do they come out at night or are they always there? Because that's one thing. They're with always Minecraft. there. Oh gosh. Always. 
Always. So it's like there are raptors and... during the day. Oh, God. There are raptors during the day. There are troodons at night. There are. You turn I mean, a corner incorrectly and like, oh my God, there's a Rex. Like, can you not like turn it down to easy mode? No, that's the problem. Like, Ark has no easy mode. You can you can have you can activate like admin sheets and like oh, gosh. turn God mode on and like run around and be invincible. Mm-hmm. But, You're yeah, a little blurry. So if I... I'm sorry. <laughs> There we go. Hi, my name's Oxy, and I'm going to be doing the rest of the podcast like a grandma on FaceTime. <laughs> what? How are you doing in school? I'll just do it with you. Hey. Oh my god, this is terrible. Just, Hello? Kind of close this week. Can you, can you hear me? Yeah, honey, I can, I can see hear you. I can hear can you. Can you see me? I can't see you. Hello? <laughs> This is lovely for the audio listeners. What guys, what what time is it? It's got to be like four o'clock in the morning. Oh, we're only fifteen minutes in. <laughs> we, <laughs> this week is such a mess. E three <clears throat> happened this week. We're gonna we're gonna get wherever this train has gone and get it back in whatever janky track we had. E three is this week, Michael. From the extensive research you've done on E three, for sure. What what are you looking forward to that's been announced or talked about at all this week? So, the extensive research I've done uh, points me towards this game called Starlight, I think it is. Um, let me look, actually make sure. Starfield. Starfield. So, I have this huge ambition to want to play these games like, like uh, Elder Scrolls and Fallout. And I know that those are both made by the same company that made Starfield. So, that's why I bring that up because... I bought Fallout 4. I bought Elder Scrolls, but like I get about 20 hours into those games and just kind of stop playing because I enjoy multiplayer. But I have such high hopes for this game that it it looks like a lot of fun. Um it, if I they I, I don't know if they showed any gameplay of it. Um from what I saw it was just a trailer and it's not even really gameplay, but it's, it sounds like a lot of fun. It could be a mixture of like Fallout meets Destiny, kind of in that world of you're exploring out of space, outer space, but then also you have this overarching storyline to complete. So if there was one game that I think I was going to buy next year, it would be Starfield. Because I don't really play console games. We have a PlayStation, but my wife mainly plays that. We have a, we have a Switch. I don't play that a ton. But I think... I, if it's available for PC, I'll probably get it. I think because Bethesda is owned by Xbox now, I would think that it's coming to Windows 10. Oh, nice. So I watched the Xbox thing, or most of it anyways, because realistically, like, I don't know what happened on Saturday. Like, the first day was pretty low-key on Saturday. Sunday was Xbox. Uh, today was, uh, I think, Future Games, and then the most disappointing Capcom thing ever. And then tomorrow is the Nintendo Direct. For us. It was yesterday for, for y'all. For us, yes. Yeah. Tomorrow, yeah, it's yesterday for you guys, or it's the Tuesday of this week. Mm-hmm. But tomorrow morning is the Nintendo Direct. So Sunday I watched because Xbox was like the biggest thing I wanted to see. Yeah. Um, because I am a horror for Halo. Yeah. I was uh, going to say that looks like a lot of fun too. I am. Oh, I'm so excited. We're at the point with Halo where... It's so close to release, we can actually get gameplay at E3 instead of just like cinematic trailers mm-hmm. and like 
coming eventually. Like we have <laughs> holiday 2021. We have gameplay we're looking at. Like, oh, it's gonna be so good. Yeah. I I don't know if they'll do it on the 20th anniversary of Combat Evolved. That would be a really cool release date. I think that came out in November. I'm not sure. I thought Combat Evolved came out in November back then, but who knows? Halo, I'm super excited for. I did see the new Bethesda game Redfall. Okay. Looks fun. It's it's kind of like an open world something, but the main antagonists are vampires. Ooh. And it looks like there's different classes. It's the trailer it gave me like Borderlands-esque vibes, but with vampires. That's interesting. Yeah, so that one did look fun. I actually didn't see the Starfield trailer. So Go watch I it. I have no idea what to expect. Go watch it. I, I, I should. I should watch it. Looks good. Again, it's not gameplay. It's literally just a cinematic like you like you mentioned. But we still have like almost a year and a half before it's supposed to come out, so it's there's not gonna be much. One notable thing is this is the newest like world, this is the newest environment that Bethesda has had in twenty five years. Because they have they've had the Elder Scrolls, they've had the Fallout world, but this will be the new the newest one in twenty five years. That's so long. That is awesome. It is really cool. That is fantastic. Like, not to say that they've been working on this game for 25 years, because that's highly unlikely. Uh, but, yeah, they haven't had a, a new universe to explore, per se. Mm -hmm. they've, they've stuck with... Stuck? Stuck with what has worked. Yeah. And it's worked really well for them, because, like, Fallout and Elder Scrolls, like, I can't think of a more popular open world franchise for console mm -hmm. probably than those two because they're just they're huge i i played fallout new vegas um which i think is older than skyrim mm -hmm. and but i played skyrim a ton before new vegas so i was used to like or rather i was expecting more skyrim mechanics and when i got back into like when i played new vegas everything was like super old mm. And that was the only Fallout experience I have. So Fallout left a bit of a bad taste in my mouth when I was like a sophomore in high school, and I just have never been back. Yeah. For me, again, it's the multiplayer aspect. Like, it was fun, but it just, I, I know it got boring. And I think, like, thinking back to the actual event is I installed mods on Fallout. And usually when I install a mod to a game that I haven't finished yet, it just becomes like, oh, now it's God mode and you never die. So then what's the fun in the game anymore? So I got to stop doing that. I, I, I stopped myself in Minecraft because when you're the owner of your own realm or your own server, slash, you can just type slash and then you have, unless you turn it off, but you have like commands that you can just spawn yourself on Elytra. And I always have to stop myself from doing that because then the game just becomes boring and I stop playing. I did that. Yeah. The, like a, like last year sometime and that's when i got back into runescape because i was like well minecraft's boring <laughs> so let's go back to osrs it was it worked out but <laughs> if if we do start an arc server with the tnl boys it's gonna be pretty modded because unlike a game like minecraft that is you know optimized and works on a computer that doesn't have the capability to send a man to space uh, -huh. uh Arc needs to be modded to play fun. Like, okay. You need to, like, not need to, but, like, when we mod Arc, we effectively make it, like, the room light 
of Ark Survival Evolved. Okay. All the mods are quality of life. Like, there's other mods where you can get, like, new dinosaurs and, like, new weapons and shit like that. That tends to break the game mm. because it it's just, again, not very well optimized. <laughs> so all the mods in Ark are QOL, just like Roomlight has its plugins. Nice. Um, speaking of games we're excited for, I'm also very excited for Jurassic World Evolution. Yeah, too. I saw that. I, you tweeted about it the other day. Oh, my God. I am so excited. So when I first started like streaming on Twitch, one of the first games I really played a lot was Jurassic World Evolution because it had come out just a couple months prior, I think. Um, and I loved it. I love park builders. I love park management simulators, things like that. So obviously I, I played a ton of it on my Xbox and I streamed it or whatever. That's kind of like how i got started mm. like i got my first my first few viewers in jurassic world evolution and then we started having like dinosaur themed things on stream like yeah. that's why my sub badges are dinosaurs and like my you know my banner is uh t-rex skull and all that mm -hmm. um but i have a really shitty iguanodon emote on twitch that i drew myself <laughs> and hate and really need to commission new emotes for <laughs> um but, like, I kind of got this whole, like, dinosaur park builder aesthetic thing going. Um, and then, you know, the last day of my life happened and Old School RuneScape downloaded on my phone. Here we are. But JWE is kind of how I really got going. I love the game so much. And the game just died. Like, they just stopped putting effort into it. Wow. They stopped DLCs. They stopped software updates. So, like, for about a year and a half, Jurassic World Evolution has been as dead as it gets the modding community is very active they've added like 200 new species of dinosaurs just from mods um but frontier has not done anything and then i think last thursday at like the summer game festival they announced jurassic world evolution 2 and it's gonna be so good there's new game modes there's more there's more creatures they've got flying reptiles aquatic reptiles um they didn't give us much at e3 they gave us a like a species field guide on Triceratops, which is a thing they're gonna do for like every dinosaur. But the most important part is that they gave us a, a date, and it's late 2021. Okay. So, in probably end of Q3, beginning of Q4, I'm gonna have JWE2 and Halo Infinite, and we've got Minecraft, and we've got old school RuneScape, which will hopefully have combat achievements out by then. Ox is and, gonna like, be busy. <laughs> maybe looking at like new raids so you know i'm also gonna have an internship and like still be in school so like watch out oxy's gonna be a variety streamer uh, honestly though i've pretty much exclusively streamed old school runescape yeah uh but when that when that comes out i'm gonna have to break it yeah i'm like do you notice that like that's speaking of getting on tangents in this totally well planned out episode we have i was listening to to bank standing a few weeks ago and i think Nine Rain made a really good point of like when people know you for something, mm -hmm. that is what they want. Yeah. Um, and they don't want anything different, especially with old school RuneScape. So it's been hard to stream games like Ark that are very dinosaur focused, which is another big thing in my channel. And I've been playing for a long time. Mm -hmm. Now, if I started up Ark or Jurassic World Evolution, my viewer count would cut to like a quarter of what it normally is. Yeah. And it's just, like, the mains who come and hang out 
from my Discord that I've known for years who are, like, just chatting about their days and shit, like, don't care about gameplay. Right. Uh, well, like, when I stream OSRS, I get into, I get into the double digits, ooh, ooh-wee, you know, and it's, it's more engaging conversation directed at the game or about the game. So it's a bit disappointing to have gotten to that point in streaming where streaming other games doesn't get me the same viewer results. And I don't know if you noticed the same thing between like, cause I know you started emulating like N64 games and like Minecraft and things like that. I don't know if you noticed the same trends when you go from like your main game to a different one, but yeah, I'm going to be losing viewers left and right. This this holiday season, I don't give a shit. I'm so excited. <laughs> I feel like I experienced quite the opposite. Because uh, I, really? I mean, I haven't streamed RuneScape since February or March. So I, really? I'm not really a streamer anymore. I might pick it back up once our baby mm-hmm. is like a little bit older and can just, like if the wife can just watch him for a couple hours, um, mm-hmm. I'll come in here and stream. But uh, whenever I was playing Donkey Kong, I had new viewers who were interested in that um like in that genre of classic mm-hmm. gameplay and i got a lot of new viewers from that that when i did stream old school for that week whenever we were doing the free to play thing none of those people showed up mm-hmm. uh, so huh. yeah which is totally fine cuz like you're on twitch to watch what you want to watch so i'm mm-hmm. not going to get pissed if you say like you follow me because i was playing donkey kong and now I'm playing old school and you don't care. That's totally fine. Because there's people that I follow who play certain games and I'll only watch them when they're playing that game. It just kind of makes sense. But I think to counter to counteract that, Oxy, like, and if you're out there and you're trying to be a streamer, this is my number one advice, is like, grow yourself in the communities that you want to grow in. So be in those streams of people who are playing ARK, who are playing Jurassic World, or for myself, if I really wanted to be like a classic game streamer, I would go watch a bunch of Donkey Kong and Banjo-Kazooie and like immerse yourself within the community so that you can, you can have friends and, and get to know people. And they'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, Oxy's online. Awesome. What was he playing? Oh, I don't care. Or, hey, Oxy plays uh, Minecraft on Mondays. I've really wanted to start doing that. Minecraft Mondays. You've got you've to gotta start doing Minecraft Mondays. Minecraft Mondays. That's one thing that I, I think would, would really help is like, if you had a set schedule, that's one big thing. And then also just being in the communities. Cause... Yeah, I, I, I do agree. I try to tell people that um, when they get into streaming, mm-hmm. I'm like, the, the, just just watch other people. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. If you watch 10 streamers and two of them show up, you've just doubled your viewership from what you had. Yeah. So, you know, but... You know what? It's... I, real quick. I'm I'm thinking back to like my last year because i started streaming back in april of 2020 pandemic what bought a new computer what a good time i know right what a good time and (laughs) i literally i i do not think i would be sitting here talking to you right now oxy if i didn't just branch out in the community of old school runescape because like yeah it's kind of like this little web of of it's like a family tree if you will I met one person mm-hmm. who introduced me to another person who introduced me to this person who then had this community and we all just became great friends because of it. So yeah. I know it works if you're out there and you're like, Oh, I don't, I don't really care to rate other people. I don't care to sit in other streams when I'm not well, streaming. You, you Dude. gotta rate other people. Dude. You've 
gotta raid other people. Even if you show up with just two people, mm-hmm. if it's like you and Nightbot sending a raid, yeah. you've got to Send raid another channel. Over the raid. And it's not even about it's not even about like doing this so that you can get that in return. It's about growing that community, making friends mm-hmm. in the space. Because if you're trying mm-hmm. to People grow alone, learning your name, yeah. it's not gonna do anything. Sorry to get on this whole like streamer advice tangent, but like we It's it's fun. We don't we don't really talk about this no, stuff. We, we don't. don't I would love to do an episode at some point in the future and like possibly bring someone else on who is like exponentially bigger than us. Yeah. And talk about the fact that, you know, we didn't start with a podcast. Like we have started like we have done a lot of content creation in the past. Michael and I both have YouTube channels. We both have Twitch channels. We're both affiliates. We both have emotes. We both have our own discords. I talk about various things or whatever. So like we're like in the thick of the content creation community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said earlier, like forming that tight knit group is good. And old school has a great opportunity to do that yeah. because there's a shitload of people playing this game right now. So many. <laughs> like go to the old school RuneScape Twitch page. You'll find dozens, hundreds of people playing. The downside to that kind of community is, like I said earlier, people don't care. And we're both guilty of it, too. Like, you ever watch an OSRS streamer for a while, and you're like, oh my god, their old school content's so great. And then, uh, like, the next day, they're playing, like, Pokemon Sword and Shield. You're like, I don't want to watch that. No. I have, like, 400 (laughs) hours in Pokemon Shield. I don't want to watch another person play it. Like, I don't care. And the opposite happened. The opposite is true too. Like I have lost people from my Discord and from like you know stream that I just like don't see anymore. Not in like a malicious way, but like they saw me playing Planet Zoo for a week and like they were hyped for my Planet Zoo streams. And then I was playing a twenty-year-old MMO, and they're like, this "What is sucks? Like, I don't want to. I don't want to be here anymore." Um, so like it it happens, and I guess that's just the downside of those kinds of communities mm-hmm. where branching out is that dangerous that's not that was the original thought that's not right. the right word dangerous is not it but like i don't know how to word it other it's than difficult. making it sound way more dramatic difficult there it is i was gonna say there are risks associated no, it's difficult there's no, there's no ri- play a different game jesus christ that's why we're that's the whole point of this episode is to encourage you to play all the awesome games that came out of e3 this is me subtly trying to get it back on track. <laughs> yeah. well i think that's the whole that's the whole like mindset of this podcast it was birthed on the idea of xp waste inefficiency play other games our first whole podcast was talking about how to not play runescape <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know if you guys have like gone back and listened to that or some of you from are, are still here from that first episode but it's still it's still relevant i mean it, it was only like two months ago but it's still relevant mm-hmm. to me i don't want to burn out of runescape so for me playing minecraft playing switch games with my wife um not playing games that's how i that's yeah, how i'm av- not playing games at all that's, another that's how big i one. avoid burnout man it is oh my god that is that is such a big one like this this past probably like the week leading up to my move i was like all right cool it's bingo like i'll i'll play i'll be in vc i'll do whatever but like i'm hanging out with friends i'm like trying to pack or whatever the last like probably 72 ish hours have been heavy lifting and organizing and now that i'm like back at my computer as janky as it is i'm like oh we're doing content tonight (laughs) baby like i am ready to get back to old school yeah it's fun you know there's a lot of good things coming from e3 
this year. There's a lot of things I was hoping for and didn't see. Like what? I know you're not a, like you've never played. We have not heard anything about Elder Scrolls Six. I... Elder Scrolls Six was announced at E3 2018, I think. Wow. Because I remember I was in well, I was in Paris That's three years ago. Saw, well, I was in Paris and I saw the trailer for Halo Infinite, and I didn't know what it was. And then when I noticed the Marines, I'm like, is that Halo? And then the helmet dropped on and I went, <gasps> in my hotel room, my dad like came in. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, I was so excited. Um, but Elder Scrolls came on like right after that. Wow. Or at least in my head, that's how it worked. And I don't know, maybe I just watched it afterwards on Twitter or something. Because I was like ahead by several hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the whole trailer was just like the music. And like a panoramic of like a vista with a castle. Uh-huh. It just up Elder Scrolls Six, and everyone lost their minds. That's the last we've heard about the next installment mm. of this game. So and they kind of they kind of cocked us at E3 because they gave us an Elder Scrolls like gameplay trailer mm-hmm. for Elder Scrolls Online. There was one thing that I saw briefly. I don't remember if it was a TikTok. I think it was actually a TikTok. The Starfield trailer had a subtle easter egg to elder scrolls 6 potentially so on the wall of the sh- of, on the wall of one of the ships is this tiny little drawing that somebody noticed and then correlated to that to be part of the map of the world of elder scrolls and they're like this is an easter egg because uh this part of the map has not been explored in Elder Scrolls before, so we can we can speculate. Elder Scrolls Six will be in this area. I was like, oh, that's cool. But three years ago, can you imagine, like having an announcement and then having nothing to show for it three years later? Because you said Halo Infinite, which is just now coming out late this year, and then now Elder Scrolls Six, which has not been announced. That's crazy. I know that games take a long time. I'm not ignorant to that fact, but I'm just saying three years. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if it's nothing to show for it or they're just like, they're doing that on purpose. Like, look at, look at Elder Scrolls as a franchise. People are still buying Morrowind on Steam. Which is like two? Morrowind is Elder Scrolls 3. Okay, 3. So Morrowind and Oblivion, older versions of these games. Mm-hmm are still so relevant that when Bethesda has a sale on Steam, they're included. Morrowind came out in, like, the 90s, I think. No way. I remember playing uh, Elder Scrolls Morrowind on my original Xbox, actually. Morrowind was released in 2002. Yep, that would so have been my original almost Xbox. almost 20 years old. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Unbelievable that people are still playing 20-year-old yes. games to this day. Honestly, you guys gotta get a life or Who something. Who would have who does that so like those games are still super popular skyrim has been released and re-released like nine times yeah like you can play skyrim on like your smart fridge and shit like that game is everywhere and people keep buying it it's like gta that game just keeps coming out gta 5 that's a whole different animal gta i don't know what the exact statistics are i don't know if it's above or below minecraft no it's the second or third most sold game of all time I don't know if Minecraft is above or below it. Wow. To to put this in perspective, what's the number one most sold game of all time? Tetris. Oh. Oh. Tetris huh. is 
the only game, possibly, maybe Minecraft again, mm -hmm. that surpasses Grand Theft Auto V. Wow. Tetris, that came out in the 80s, is the only thing that beat, like, that game is absurd. The amount of content that Rockstar puts into GTA V, the, like, the thriving online for that game, it's incredible. Like, that is a company that has made an open-world game in, like, one of its best forms ever. Okay, I looked it up. We're going to fact-check ourselves right now. So you were close. All right, what are we fact-checking? Number one is Minecraft at 200... Number one is Minecraft? 200 million sales of Minecraft. And that, Damn. I mean, that could be Bedrock, Java, Windows 10, all of these combined. But mm -hmm. again, Grand Theft Auto V is on multiple platforms. So Minecraft is number one, and then it's Grand Theft Auto V at number two. At 100 and... Where did I hear... But here's the thing. Tetris is number three. So it's up there in the top three. Oh my God. My facts must be <laughs> old then. Because the last time I heard Tetris was ahead of both I mean, of those this games. is Wikipedia. So oh, I'm just saying this is Wikipedia. But it's uh, Minecraft at 200 million sales. Grand Theft Auto 5 at 145 million sales. And then Tetris at 100 million sales. That's insanium. Especially when you consider the fact that GTA 5 and Minecraft came out at about the same time. They both came out in the early 2010s. Mm -hmm. And Tetris, again, I think Tetris is like 86. Like, So here's what I will say. The way that they have this structured is kind of weird, the, the one that I'm looking at. Because it says Tetris for Nintendo in 89. And then Tetris for EA. If you combine those two, uh, one is at 100 million, one is at 43 million. If you combine them, they almost do outrank uh, Grand Theft Auto V. So you could say that it's very, very close uh, over the course of oh, since 1989 when Tetris came out for the NES. So yeah, the original came out in 1984. I just oh, really? looked it up. But if you like, and that that's I guess to me that's like the baffling magnitude of it is 1984. It's it's what? That's like a 30-year difference, almost, from 2013 when GTA V came out. Mm -hmm. And GTA V is not even 10 years old. <laughs> like, that is just... That's a magnificent game yeah. to have surpassed one of, like, gaming's probably most recognized, or one of the most recognized video games ever. That's insane. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Minecraft. What's Minecraft? 10, 11 years old, maybe? No, 2011. I think... Yeah, was it? Is it only 10 years old? It's 10 years old, yeah. Huh. I thought it was like 11 or 12, something like that, but either way, it's incredible when, when games like that can just be so so hugely popular. So to kind of back up to my original point was like Elder Scrolls 6 is going to go gangbusters when it comes yeah. out. Yeah. So I don't think as far as Bethesda is concerned, they don't give a shit how long it takes oh, to give us information. That's true. Because A, they're still making money in Elder Scrolls Online, they're still making money in all their other Elder Scrolls games, and the minute we get a gameplay trailer for Elder Scrolls 6, the world's gonna lose its mind. Right. Because that's all we've wanted forever. Yeah. And there's, like, still relevant memes from Skyrim. I think that's definitely... We could see a lot of good publicity that way, if they have, like, a trailer and somehow it gets memified with uh elder scroll six i might even play mm -hmm. it i don't i don't really like those types of games like i said but i might even play it if it's gonna, gonna be like it. 75 100 not not if it's gonna be like 75 bucks like 
the game prices nowadays are just going up and up and up. Have they hit 75 by you? No, it's it's usually like 60 bucks, but if you want to get like the special edition with all the DLC, then you're looking at like 60 to 100 bucks. I don't even want to think about how much the legendary edition of Halo Infinite is going to be. <laughs> You want to know why I don't want to think about it? Because you're getting it. Because I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna buy it. I don't <laughs> give a shit. I'm just gonna buy it. I have waited my whole life to be able to pre-order a Halo game, like a main title Halo game, yeah. and I have money to spend. I have an an Xbox or like a system, my PC, able to play it, mm-hmm. and I don't have parents being like, Matthew, you can't spend three hundred dollars on a video game. I I don't have any of that, and I have money, so. <laughs> I'm going to buy it on Steam, and then I'm going to pre-order the Legendary Edition for the Xbox Series X and probably give the physical game to my best friend and just keep all the stuff from Nice. I have two questions for you. Because mm. you've talked about two games you're very excited about. Uh, Jurassic mm-hmm. World in- 2, Infinite 2. Is that what it was? Jurassic World Evolution 2. Yes, that one. And then Halo Infinite. Yeah. So yes, walk us through those games as if you've never heard of because i've not heard of either of them like what they actually are like what is jurassic world what's the gameplay like have you ever played zoo tycoon yes imagine zoo tycoon but with better graphics exclusively dinosaurs and this last one's a little bit hard to quantify if you're basing it off of zoo tycoon Mm -hmm. but more creative control oh so a game like Zoo Tycoon, or even a game like the early, um, the early iterations of The Sims and things like mm-hmm. that, where you you build the house, you build the enclosure, you put the things in it, and you're good. Okay. Whereas like new versions of The Sims, you can like I see people, I, I, Sims creators pop up on my Twitter timeline for some reason. The shit that they make <laughs> in in those games now. Like, I, I think they're actual, like, 3D model blueprints. Nope, Sims. It's got, like, the Sims 5 hashtag. I'm like, what am I looking at right now? It's incredible. Yeah. You have that same kind of creative control in these newer park builders where you can make exhibits that have hills and water features oh, nice. and, you know, scenery items. You can uh, have your dinosaurs have different colors. Um, and that's just for, like, the park building sandbox aesthetic. There's also a campaign, which is fairly classic jurassic world which like i wonder what'll happen if we put dinosaurs in cages i hope none of them break out pretty pretty classic jurassic park yeah chaos management type deal yeah um but it is it is more or less zoo tycoon but better okay it's graphically better it's better optimized there's more creative control love it Um, love it that's that's jwe if you've never understood the game mm-hmm. uh if you've never played zoo tycoon it's tldr you you make cages and you put animals in them that's the best way i can describe well yeah it. it's Only like the animals are dinosaurs it's like god mode where you have this plot of land and like you're designing a theme park right or like yeah. a because i played sim city or uh mm-hmm. roller coaster tycoon it's the same thing it's like you're in charge of mm-hmm. a theme park you're in charge of a zoo and you have these little plots and you make money and you have guests and you have to upkeep and maybe not yeah, in but those. The management aspect. The management <clears throat> aspects are not what sell the game. They're what sell the game to me. Because yeah. I'm gonna play I'm gonna put 
six hundred hours into it, regardless. <laughs> but like, like if you've never heard of the game before, I'm not going to be like, oh my god, you can adjust the prices for every building and every building piece is modular. You don't give a shit about that. You want to know? Can I put a T Rex in with all the guests? You absolutely can. That's that's all that matters. Um, Chaos. I I feel weird having to describe what Halo well, is not, to people. No, like that wasn't the question. It's like what makes Halo Infinite what what like what's the main premise? Is it a new like is it a new Halo campaign game? Yes. Because I remember is... Halo Reach came out and I was like, wait, what is Halo Reach? So it's it's along that line. Other other than incredible? I don't know, Oxy. The last time I played uh... Halo was Halo two or Halo three. Oh my god. Okay, Boomer, we'll sit down. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out here. Catch Halo me Infinite up. Is a new, it is a new campaign story. Um in the most spoiler free fashion. Think about it a lot like Halo 3, where the Master Chief is looking for Cortana. Okay. Cool. That is about as spoiler free as you can get it. You are playing as the Master Chief, it's still first person. Um He's still the game alive? is set on a Halo ring. The classic UNSC Covenant. You know, that battle is going on. Fingers crossed we see the flood. There have been, like, past Halo iterations recently, notably Halo Wars 2, where they have brought the flood back. Mm -hmm. Not in the sense of, like, you know, oh, like, we heard a story about it. Like, no, it is tried and true. You're fighting the flood. It's Halo Wars 2, so it's like a top-down RTS as opposed to an actual Halo game. Mm -hmm. But the flood is back in camp, which is huge. Nice. So hopefully the new Halo ring that we're on does have flood. I'm getting chills just thinking about the flood in in this level of detail in Halo Infinite. Mm -hmm. um, the multiplayer is also back. Um, it from what we saw from the multiplayer show that dropped yesterday, I think uh, it's going to be awesome. They've got all the game modes. They've got your classic four v four Slayer. They've got Capture the Flag, Big Ooh. Team Battle. Uh, they've got um, they have equipment, but not. It's kind of like it was in Halo 3, where like you pick up a piece of equipment and you can use it whenever you want. Okay. But they've expanded that to include like overshields, active camouflage. You've got like grappling hooks now, which make for really like if you watch the trailer and you watch the way some of these people use the grappling hooks, some of it is cheap and uh -oh. you're like, oh, that's dirty. Some of it is like you see that shit in the MLG. Like, they're grappling themselves up and just, like, hitting a no-scope and landing back down. Nice. Uh, so the multiplayer, it's got a lot of new elements to it. I'm really hoping they have, like, classic playlists as well, where it's truly just, like, 4v4, Slayer, no equipment. You know, you know, you guys know how much I hate sounding like a boomer about games that have been around for a while, but I think if you just cut out all the classic elements of Halo, you're gonna lose what is Halo, so... Fingers crossed they have like um like an original game mode for it. Uh but yeah, that is Halo. I don't know if like Firefight or um Spartan Ops or anything like that. I don't know if that's coming back. Kinda hope so. Mm -hmm. Kinda hope we get Firefight. Well cool, man. Thanks for so if, thanks for going over that. Yeah, no problem. Always. I'll always talk about my favorite games. <laughs> what I, I, I kinda wanna ask you, like, what is the premise of Starfield to like even it out a little bit, but no idea. We don't yeah, know we don't because know. the game was like just announced. <laughs> I can kind of talk about what I know about Minecraft. I've yeah, like I said, sure. I've been trying to trying to get into that. I just opened up my realm again, uh mm -hmm. and started a brand new seed, never before played seed, and it's pretty fun. Uh I spawned in 
And immediately to the right is a village. Immediately to the left is a desert temple. So immediately went in there and gobbled up all the treasures, found a couple diamonds, but Caves and Cliffs is the newest 1.17 update, and uh, they've done a lot in the underworld of Minecraft with all new textures. Is that out? It's partially out. I think one of my friends told me um, it's the Cliffs update, but they did update the textures of like the ore and there's no more like the sorry the um the height and depth of the world has been expanded too so like okay. it's no longer just a hundred levels deep it goes way mm-hmm. deeper than that and then the height of the world map is a lot more it's like three or four hundred i think i haven't tested it out okay but they have new textures so for instance when you were before when you mined iron you would mine iron and then you get an iron block and then you put that block into the furnace and then it gives you an ingot. Well, now when you mine the iron block, it shoots out this little turd looking thing and it's called raw iron. And then you put the raw iron in the furnace and that smelts out the ingot. So it's a little bit more realistic when it comes to the, the changes that they made. Um, and it just overall just looks more congruent with what you would find, I guess, in the real world. Like it's less blocky textures when it comes to coal and diamond and iron and how those ore blocks used to look. Other than that though, the caves and stuff are just way more, they, they, when the actual caves update comes out, it promises to be more expansive, but with the way that they deepened the underground, it just opens it up to even more expansive. So this is a hypothetical. So you spawn into a brand new seed, you walk five steps, <laughs> and somehow you just fall into a ravine. Well, now this ravine can be like 200 blocks deep instead of just falling down, you know, 50 blocks because uh, they just have a lot more to work with. So it kind of mm. it kind of changes up the metas if you think about it. So like previously if you wanted to mine diamonds efficiently you would go to y equals 11 and you would just power mine why 12 what are you talking about why i'm a y 11 guy <laughs> i'm a y 12 man i've always been a y 12 man everyone calls me weird but i'm a y 12 weird man. now <laughs> diamonds will spawn <laughs> in a much wider range so i haven't done any research just to like to figure out the new metas of it but if you go down to y equals 11 you're not going to find much I don't think because you've got another hundred blocks deep potentially that you could go down to. So is it, it they're not expanding it by a hundred blocks. See. That's that'd be that nuts, up. dude. That'd be so f- cool. But like, Oh, they added a new, they added some new blocks. So instead of mm-hmm. just having the regular iron, coal, lapis, diamond, redstone, now they have copper, which has one mm-hmm. use and it is a in-game version of Optifine. So if you've ever downloaded Optifine, you know how you can do like that zoom in feature? Well, now yeah. they have an in-game uh, object called a steth- uh, spyglass. And it's basically Optifine, but you have to have an item now. So if you, if you like vanilla Minecraft and you don't want to download Optifine, you can make yourself a spyglass and it allows you to zoom in on stuff. Because that's... Bro, Optifine, Optifine is barely... I would barely call that more than vanilla... <clears throat> It's, I mean, you can put shaders, you can do, 
It, it is vanilla Minecraft, but it adds some it's, it's, it's quality it's, of life stuff. It's HDOS is what it is. <laughs> That's what we haven't talked about yet. It's HD old school RuneScape. We'll wait till Jagex releases a statement about HDOS mm-hmm. before we play it and talk to you guys about it. But Continue. It's Optifine, but in a, in a little spy. Yeah, it's a little spyglass, which I was telling my friend the other day, I'm like, I kind of wish that they did more of a a helmet upgrade or a, a new slot for your armor mm-hmm. so that you could, because you can wield a shield on your left hand and in your main hand, can you have your sword? Well, it'd be cool if they had like a like a, a helmet slot that was separate from your helmet so you could put the spyglass in and then press the key like you can do with Optifine because that would essentially render my usage of Optifine useless because I don't, uh, I don't use it. I'm having a hard time finding the the minimum depth or like how far you can go down, but I know it's deep and it's a lot more than 100. We we watched a lot of the information because like we have a server. Um, some of my friends and I do. We have like a joint, you know, expanded stream universe, you know, Minecraft thing. Uh, and we've been talking about like, when do we want to re-up it? And we talked about doing it for Caves and Cliffs Part 1. But we think we're actually going to do it for Caves and Cliffs Part 2. Mm. We're just going to like blow up the old server and then start a new one once Part 2 comes out. We can have all the new blocks. Like When we created the server, we were like two months away from the Nether update uh, or something like that. No, we created a server before this one. It was so close to the Nether update. The Nether was off limits. Like we couldn't go in. There. Oh wow! We, just, we oh, didn't allow people to go in. You didn't want to. We didn't want them it. to load the chunks. Yeah. We didn't want to have to travel seven hundred thousand blocks <laughs> in the Nether of all places to find the new stuff. So, I think we're going to do the same for Caves and Cliffs. That update looks so cool, dude! I'm so excited for Caves and Cliffs, or I guess all of it, because I haven't played Minecraft probably at all in 2021. So. I'm going to come back to a very different landscape. It's going to be a little different. It's going to be real fun. So the old block height was 252 from the ground. Now it's 320 for the sky. And I think think all they did was add 64 down. So it's like 164 or something. Which is... That's still deep as shit, though. Yeah. Yeah, It's so deep. Have you seen... Phrasing? Have you seen... uh... Have you seen any of like the beta playthroughs of like what that update looks like from beta testing? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's nuts. I've I've seen a little bit of it. I like I like randomly popped up in my feed, and someone was like, "Yeah, I, I'm beta testing this for Mojang or whatever." And it's like a 25 minute video. Oh. If I can find it, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Uh, and it's awesome. Like you bust into these new cave systems. It's not like the classic tunnels that like you just turn your gamma up and you're good to go. Like you fall into one of these things. It's dark as shit. (laughs) There's mobs everywhere. There's a new type of like kind of like bedrock esque material. that's down there. Deep slate that like deep slate. That's what it's called. Oh my God. It looks scary. (laughs) Like the amount of mobs that were spawning down there and just the pitch black was terrifying, but it looks so fun. I'm hoping they so fun. Uh, like one day that my, Minecraft can add a new cave mob that's specific to caves. That's very scary. I think that would be a lot of fun. Didn't they aren't they doing that? Isn't that a, like part of the update? They're adding like a like a demi boss almost. I don't know. From a couple of days ago, I didn't even know that it was split. I thought Caves and Cliffs was 1.17, but it's 1.18 is the full Caves and Cliffs update. 
which they said it's not going to be like two years from now. It's probably later this year where we'll have full caves and cliffs. But I still wanted to get in there and try it. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. I think we're gonna do we'll probably do like a Christmas send off thing, and then at the beginning of 2022 start a new server because. It does seem like fun, and I know like I play this game a ton, and I've talked about a lot of games that aren't Minecraft. Mm-hmm. But like we've said in the past, Minecraft season is a very, it's a very real <laughs> bug that we all catch, and like M- Michael's caught the Minecraft bug again, so like he's gonna put Maxing on hold and like work on his new realm for a little bit. Like then he'll get back into Maxing for sure. Yeah. Well, once I, once I find myself completing goals that I've set in RuneScape, I kind of just go on a on a small tangent. Before I refocus mm-hmm. my goals in RuneScape, and right now I, I kind of just did it. I don't know. I, I've kind of mm-hmm. like I went for ninety nine woodcutting. I got it done. I'm very close to base nineties, but I'm putting it off because of mining. Blech. So, man, it's been it's been a long first segment here. I think this is a good place we can wrap this up. Unless you have any final thoughts, I I, I think it is too. Okay, uh, my final thoughts are. Go watch E3 recaps mm-hmm. and get excited to play a game that is not old school RuneScape. Um, yeah, sorry it wasn't very Rooney based this week. <laughs> Nothing has happened. <laughs> Listen, if you've made it this far, thank you. And uh, sound off in the comments what your what you know what you loved most about E3 this week. Um, tell us what you thought about the Nintendo update that we haven't seen yet. So, yeah, give us all the information. Did we get any gameplay trailers for? Brilliant Diamond and Magnificent Pearl, or whatever they're called. Oh, Pokemon! Fingers crossed. Pokemon. I don't, Pokemon. I don't know. Uh, Nintendo Switch Pro is like on the rumor mill. Let Let us know what happened because we haven't seen any of it yet. So, spoilers encouraged. All right. Well, with that, folks, we will see you after the ad break, the commercial break. Yeah, we talked about Michael it. Michael and I've been going back and forth about like what to call this because they're not really ads. They're more so commercials. Yeah. If you're just on YouTube, like there's no ads in this at all. But so maybe we'll start calling it the, we're going to try it this week. Yeah. Let me back up. All right, folks. So thank you so much. We'll see you guys after this commercial break. Bye. Out of there. My name is Farmer Grycaller, and this here's a tithe farm. Now, this here's not your general type of farming that you see around other folks doing. My plants are special. Why? Because they grow real fast. Now, if you're asking me, it is pretty simple. Plant, water, and pick. Now, this isn't all just for fun. No, I've got a, a little shop that my granddaughter's helped me set up. Okay, well, I do gotta be honest with you. I don't take gold pieces. My shop only accepts points that get awarded by yours truly. You get points each time you bring in a harvest, so I'll be keeping track for you. Now, just to rattle off a couple things that might interest you, I've got an herb sack, a little box to put all your seeds and such, and uh, one of the best outfits. I call it the farmer's outfit. <laughs> oh, and I have a service too, where I can send folks out to uh, to take care of all your weeds. Woohoo! That one's my favorite. I sure do hate pulling weeds. It hurts my back. Come on down to the tithe farm. Give it a try, and I'm sure you'll have some fun. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that commercial. <laughs> I know we sure did. <laughs> Michael. You say that. It's fun question time. <laughs> well, you say that, but are you starting to accept it? Is it becoming a part of oh, you? What, the, the intro from the, yeah, the thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, can, we can never change that now. Okay, That cool. stupid scripted thing, that's going to be forever. Cool. You guys are stuck with that. Yeah, sorry guys. Enjoy Sorry, that. not sorry. Um, yeah, sorry, not sorry. So yeah, Uh, this is our podcast. Fuck it. I don't know. We have a fun question. This, this fun question is in line with today's episode. Michael, you thought of this one. Do you want to, do you want to hit me with it? I'll hit you with it. So we've been talking about a lot of video games other than RuneScape, which is totally fine. So I thought it would be cool to talk about what was your first ever video game that you've, that you ever played. Now. I know that that can be kind of hard. And I'll, I'll I'll throw this out there. So um, a very good friend of mine who I've known for a long time started a podcast because he listened to this podcast. And every guest that he has, he asks that exact question. So it's kind of inspired by JR, if you're listening, JR. Uh, and the episode, it's called episode three. No, sorry. Uh, it's called channel three. That's his name is podcast. Um, but he asks all of his guests, what was your first? And he's referring to their first video game. So I thought it'd be fun to talk about that on our podcast as well. So uh, if you want to start, you can. I'm a little bit older than you, so I can I can be the elder here and start. Yeah, how about you go ahead and start? Tell me about your experiences with, you know, Pong or whatever. What was an old video game? Like you used to draw things on the walls of caves oh and be like, oh my God, it's a vi- I don't know. Tell me about So that. I wasn't born in the eighties. Thank you. I was born in the <laughs> early nineties. So, I mean, my era of video games was like late Sega Genesis, late NES, but like early N64 and things like that. So I really, really want to say my first ever video game that I ever played was Sonic the Hedgehog on the Sega Genesis. I think. But again, I was like six. So I don't have like very distinct memories from that time. But I I do know one of the very, very earliest games I ever played was 007 GoldenEye for the Nintendo 64 because we had, I think it was our piano teacher had it 
or it was a, like a family friend or something. I remember being in their house and like they had a, a TV console and the bottom drawer of that TV console was all of their Nintendo games, like the 64 games. And I pulled it out because it was yellow and it was like this weird colorful cartridge where all the other cartridges were like a stark gray. So um, it was very controversial for my upbringing, sheltered in whatever, to play a shooter game. But somehow my parents allowed that, and it was a lot of fun. I've never really liked shooter games, but I do remember playing that. It's so, it's so like cheesy when you go back and you play these games because like your character only had a left or right movement, like barely up and down. There was no running. You're just like a stagnant. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's it's bad. If you go back and play those games, like there's almost no strategy involved. Like you're just running around and like you have a gun and just shoot. So I would say 007 was the earliest game that I can remember. But again, it could have been Sonic the Hedgehog on the Sega Genesis. Now, if we want to talk about our favorite classic video games, I think up there for me would be Super Smash Brothers for the N64 because I love that game. And then we got Super Smash Brothers for the GameCube and then we got it for the Wii and now we have it for the Switch. So it stayed with me throughout my childhood and into my into, into my adulthood. But I think that's enough time to give you some time to think. Oxy, what was your first video it, game? It is. It is. my So I'm kind of in my head breaking up video games in the houses I lived in. Okay. So I was born in 96. Um, so I don't have a lot of, like, I wasn't a big Sega Genesis or like N64 or NES gamer. My dad was, and he liked that kind of stuff. So like we had a Sega when I was a kid. And I'm breaking it up from where we lived because before I was six, we lived in one part of Michigan. And after I was six, we moved to a different part. That's the part I've been in for my entire life mm-hmm. when I'm not in college. Pre-move, we did have a Sega, and I played the Lion King, which if you've never played Sega Genesis on Lion King, it's like it's like Zuck and P3 Verzik at the same time, and there's two f- buttons. That's the whole thing. Um, it's hard. It's a hard game. Uh, and then I think there was like a Jurassic Park game that I played very poorly, and then I think I played the Aladdin game too. Never long enough to form, like, concrete memories mm-hmm. such that, like, I would want to download an emulator for them now. But a big event that happened at the old house before we moved, uh, Santa brought me a PlayStation 2. Ooh. And then we moved in 02. I guess two of the earliest games that I played, one of them probably had to be uh, Spyro 2 Ripto's Rage. I remember going upstairs in the morning one day and waking both of my parents up because I had beaten Ripto. I was so excited. <laughs> no reason. I was just so excited that I beat the final boss of the game. It was were it was big enough to go and like wake mom and dad up to tell them. That's incredible. It, it was a big you know, it was a big That's day. Incredible. Um and then as far as like games that have stayed with me through my childhood, another big one that you know you'll probably see this coming uh i used to play halo in my neighbor's basement okay uh the first halo combat evolved and 
it was it was so much fun. I never got to do a whole lot of playing myself because I was the six year old in the room full of nine year olds. Uh, so like you know, my neighbor and his friend would play, and I would watch, and I would like make the gun noises and like, oh my god, it was so cool. <laughs> and then like later, I got Halo from my PC, like Combat Evolved, and I played wow. the campaign over and over and over again. And then we got Halo Two, which was my first introduction to multiplayer online i made my first ever friend on the internet uh shade slayer if you're out there from the halo 2 windows vista days <laughs> hit me up we'll play infinite together and then dude just like oh my god we played halo so much yeah and that was you know another game i played obviously as a kid a lot was this was runescape yeah as a child. obviously <laughs> you know, we played that uh when when I was younger, we played that in like elementary school, things like that. My the same neighbor from the basement like showed me this game. He didn't like live in the basement. His video games were in the basement. Let me make that very clear. It wasn't like a weird like I was being coaxed into this person's <laughs> whatever. Um, and if you're not fun from fact the Midwest, him. Sorry, I just have to say this. If you're not from the from the Midwest, basements aren't weird. Like I, my room was in our basement. So like, if you think of basements oh, nowadays, yeah. it's like. Not nowadays, but a lot of people depict basements as this like creepy, dark place. Like you can have a nice furnished basement. Mm -hmm. So just want to throw that out there. You can where you can also have a Michigan basement, which is I shit you not a dirt floor. Like Michigan basements are janky, Oof. but you can also have like a finished basement in Michigan. They are you can have one or the other in my state. Ohio must be um, different because Ohio sucks. Let's let's take the state arguments out of this here, folks. It's, it's, no time. No time on the fight. That's another episode. <laughs> um no, but uh Your friend showed you old school? That, my friend showed me Halo and old school RuneScape. Well, what would have been regular RuneScape. That uh, he showed me both those games. We also played like Unreal Tournament. He showed me this Lego building game like you know, the friend who I lived with, his name was Casey. He lived behind me. He was kind of like my first introduction into video mm -hmm. games. And then at the same time, concurrently, I had gotten, in hindsight, I don't know why this kid gave me this game. An old family friend gave me a blue Game Boy Advanced cartridge. Uh -huh. And he said, I don't want this game anymore. You take it. It was Pokemon Sapphire. Oh. And around the same time I got this game, my best friend from school, the only friend I had, really, his name was Danny, he and his older brother were also really into Pokemon. Uh -huh. So while I was at like school with my school friends learning about like Pokemon, like the, you know, your original three starters, like your Kanto Pokemon, playing Pokemon Sapphire and like having a blast, I was also learning about like what Unreal Tournament was, <laughs> what Halo was, mm -hmm. what all these other crazy games were and now we've gotten this and sorry for that little technical hiccup there folks that little be right back screen i ran out of space <laughs> on my computer so i deleted some stuff but i'm back so i'm gonna make this quick because obviously my time is feigning here um <laughs> the friend who i had casey uh also started streaming on twitch so i'll put his link in the description and i popped in just before we started recording um and was like hey dude i saw you like stream now hi holy shit uh, i'm gonna lurk while i record but 
Yeah, so that's super cool. So the guy who did a lot of video gaming with me and, like, showed me what, I guess, quote-unquote, real video games were at the time that weren't, like, you know, shitty Sega Genesis games. You know, real, again, being Halo Combat Evolved. Uh, you know, he, he also streams on Twitch, and he was like, oh, my God, I... Like, Oxyam17, I know you. Like, oh my god. I'm like... <laughs> I know that name. <laughs> pretty much. Like, I have a real streamer in my chat now. I'm like, well, oh, let's, let's, let's not call me that. But, you know. So, yeah. Early video games, good. It's good. I to... think I might have lied. If we have time. I want to go over this real quick. Because there was, some, there was some computer games that I would consider, like, video games that were made to be educational. No, I don't know. It was okay. So the two that I remember were Pajama Sam and Freddy the Fish. I don't know if you played those, but they were made to be educational. And oh my goodness, if I had, man, the nostalgia on those games, just I like, I saw vague gameplay on YouTube one time and I was like, wow. That is nostalgic. Like, that game hits me harder nostalgia-wise than RuneScape does. Because I played that, like, again, I, I probably lied in the beginning. I think those are my first ever video games. But I don't, I, again, classifications are a thing. Because it you could say, like, they weren't really video games. They were more so, like, <laughs> Dora the Explorer on 90s, like, graphics like wow i wonder what that does and then you press the bubble underwater for freddy the fish and it gives you a key it's like man we gotta take this key over there anyway getting on a tangent but yeah we're gonna wrap this one up folks yeah so, i would i would love to talk more about this but my computer literally won't let me it is like you have seven gigabytes of free space and it is decreasing oh. by the second so like okay so here's the thing we'll do it we'll probably plan an episode for this kind of stuff because i again i want to talk about it as much as you do mm -hmm. and i think it would be a lot of fun to go down memory lane mm -hmm. and, and talk about this so it, it really is because again other other games are good if you've learned anything from this week's episode it's that other games are are good play other games tell us what you're excited about from e3 spoil all of the Nintendo Direct stuff in the comments because we haven't seen it yet and we want to know about it from you guys. Um, yeah. Uh, Beanie's Customs, go do that. Go to their website from Instagram. XP Waste code 10% off. I don't have my hat in front of me. It's probably in a box somewhere. <gasps> Oxy, the most important my, thing to happen this week. apartment is in boxes. My computer is oh. on my kitchen table. Oh, what do you mean? It's okay. No hat. No, no, no. I was it's 90 say. degrees outside. What do you mean no winter hat? <laughs> the most important thing to happen this week is we have a Twitter. I made we a do, Twitter. We do have a Twitter. And Michael, I gave you the Michael money. finally just made a Twitter. Well, we said last week, we're like, we're like, does anyone want a Twitter? Just crickets again. So Michael just said, f*** it, and made a Twitter anyway. Um, and now we have so one. So go follow us. Go follow it. It'll yeah. be in the description. You guys are amazing. We'll see you next week with, hopefully, RuneScape information. I, I guess. <laughs> see you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>